to episode 12 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Y. And this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you are in the process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, looking for tips and strategies to make your new life stick, then this is the show to follow. Join us on this journey of remaking our lives the way we want, with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Which is growing by the day, David, right? Absolutely. It's great to see people out there joining the Facebook group, becoming part of the community. So thank you, everybody. We really appreciate that you're out there. And stay tuned for more awesome episodes just like this one. And thank you for all you that subscribe and share this podcast because we want it to grow. We want more people living it and not wasting it. So thank you. Thank you. And we have a huge show. In fact, we have at least a two-parter for you today. What's the word of the week? I'm getting to the word of the week. I'm getting to the word of the week. (laughs) Get to it already. Speaking of it, the word of the week is open-minded. Open-minded to long intros. We need to be open to new ideas, new ways of thinking. Of course, that's what this show is all about. New ways of doing things. Because that's the way we learn, grow, and evolve. That's right. It's the only way. It's the right way, baby. That's what the Live It or Wasted community is about. It's about evolving and becoming the best you you can be. Can you be rigid and open-minded at the same time? I don't, I don't know. That sounds painful. That sounds like it would hurt my brain. Go in two opposite directions at the same time. I think I could do it. Go ahead and try it. Try it and get back to us. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's going to be challenging. So, David, how are we doing? I think we've both built strong foundations, but I think this is the week where we really get down deep into how we build on those foundations and start erecting a, the new life that we're so eagerly seeking. Last few shows, I have been struggling to stay on my game. And, you know, as we say on this show, we don't fail, we learn. So the last few weeks, I have learned. I have learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) i keep learning and learning and learning and just a lot of learning yeah a lot of learning but you know that's what you got to do and and i have really tried to assess my behavior the past couple weeks and why i've kind of slid down that old habit trail and I realized that my morning routine is just crucial. And, and I know this is starting to be a repetitive theme, but I have to figure out how to stay on my morning routine. And I've actually added a few things to it that have vastly improved and made it so much easier for me to follow. And I think that I should probably share at least one thing that I that I believe will help other people and that is music music i've incorporated a playlist 
that I've, because one thing that I've struggled with in the last few weeks is that I've, I've felt really lethargic and had low energy in the morning. And so mm. that has affected me trying to get through my morning routine. I know you've, you have all kinds of experience with that. Oh yeah. I got lethargy in spades. <laughs> and so this might, although less now, yeah, although less, now. right. You got your machine going. I got my machine. So th- this might help my you. CPAP this might help machine. you with your, uh, with your energy in the morning. Although I know you like the cold showers. I don't, I tried to do that. I can't do that. So I had to find, come on. <laughs> I had to find a different way to energize myself in the morning. Did you do it? <clears throat> but wait, 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 wait. I want to get into the cold showers for a minute since you brought it up. All right, go ahead. Did you just like walk into the cold shower? Like, is that how you did it? Or how did you do it? Yeah, I walked into the cold shower. What are you supposed to lower the, I mean, yeah, lower the temperature gradually. Is that what you do? What are you insane? Just walking into cold water like that. Cold turkey. Now, listen, I got this from Jesse Harless, the author of Smash Your Comfort Zone with Cold Showers. And it's a way to supercharge your day with a cold shower. But there's a lot of different ways you do it, including starting with a normally temperatured shower and maybe at the end to give yourself a little toot by bringing it gradually down. Tootski. A little toot, a little toot. Give it another shower. Right. Okay, so the cold showers are not for you as far well, as Well, no, you know. I'm going to try it that way. I mean, I, I don't know why I didn't think of that, but um, that's, I need ways of energizing myself in the morning, but the playlist has really been beneficial for me. It's something that I can play throughout the day, too, to keep me going, I've found. I even named the playlist Energize Me. And it's just a mix of songs that get me going, get me moving. There's some club bangers in there. There's some... Uh, like some Kansas? Oh, of course. Kansas. And Can't go wrong with Kansas. Kansas. No, there's no Kansas. Uh, there's, some, uh, there's some just in there that, that, that get my, my toes tapping and my fingers popping and, and get me pumped for the day you know obviously everybody's music is different so just if you're going to do this just pick music that gets you going it could be classical it could be jazz could be kansas but it could be i'm telling you this gets me and and the best part is it gets me doing things that i don't want to do like lifting heavy objects i can i can lift at least 100 pounds more when I'm listening to this music, so. And you're not going to tell us anything that's on your playlist because we're all different. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, well, you know what I'll now. do? We want to know. We want to know what the secret. Uh, no, I tell you is. what I'll do is I'll post a picture of it on, and put it on Facebook and Twitter. You got to go and check it out. I huh? like that. And I'll also post my whiteboard. So I'll show you the new things that I've tweaked on my morning routine. Because I'm very, I'm very excited about it. I'm pumped, baby. Nice. All right. You know, the thing is, is that when you're transitioning from doing one task to another, little Schmitty that you brought up last week, he can come in there and start talking and whispering in your ear those sweet nothings that talk you out of doing whatever it is that's next on your routine. 
So you can drown them right. out with a little earth, wind, and fire and, uh, you know, Prince, Kansas. All right. I, I like that. I, I like, you know, we do some music in my household in the morning and, uh, you know, we're always looking for an extra, extra tune to add to it. So I'm looking forward to seeing your list. I'm sure I, I know my wife likes Prince, so there's some Prince on there. Yes. We could uh, rock rock in the way and only the way that prince can or did we have talked about game planning like a football coach in the past episodes but what we really want to get into are the some of the details of what we should be doing right right because i think that you and i have both struggled with staying on task and i think now that we've figured out how we operate and we're pretty self-aware of our behaviors and whatnot, it's time to zero in and focus in a precise manner. So we have the spirit down, right? We have the spirit of living it or wasting it. We have the morning routine. It's tough, but we're, we're, we're coming up with tips and strategies to stay on, on focus. And so let's assume now we're able to do that. The next step is planning, planning our day, planning our week, planning our month, planning our year, getting, and what's the first step? Is it, is it getting it down on paper? Organizing our priorities and assessing our behaviors and then creating our goals. And doing it with precision, doing it with consistency, and doing it with discipline, because that is what makes successful people. That's what makes champions. I want to be a champion. want to be a champion at life. We have a few videos that we're going to be referencing this week from our friends Brendan Bruchard and Mel Robbins. Yes. Bruchard, the video, um, there were a few, but uh, the one we were focusing on was Bruchard, Power of Monthly Goals, How to Schedule Your Year, and Mel Robbins, which we'll get into in a moment, How to Plan Your Week, Mel Robbins 2017. These are, of course, on YouTube. So, Bruchard, what what, uh, drew you to his Power of Monthly Goals video and, and what, what, what was it that he was talking about there? I liked the way he breaks things down. Um, first, he wants us to have like a life assessment. So we identify the areas in our life for improving what major areas in our life that need improvement. And then we rate them on a scale from one to 10. I think this is a great way to start, and, and I'm going to definitely do this. Um, now, this is going to take, obviously, some self-reflection and some real honesty about yourself. Based on those scores, then you can start to implement goals and new habits to achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve and whatever major areas in our life that we want to change. So we're basically giving ourselves a grade on 
on how we're doing. And then we can see, hey, well, I guess this is where I need to put my focus because these scores are a lot lower than than this aspect, et cetera. Right. You know, and I'm and I'm glad we're doing this now because I think that if we and and it's too bad we didn't do this when we started, because I think right now our our areas would be different that we want to improve. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, listen, it's my my mind is telling me ten different ways why I don't want to do this, and and I have to put that to the side right now and tell tell myself ten different re- reasons why this is going to be helpful because it does sound like a great idea because it's something that my brain is saying it's a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I I don't really want to do that. I'm like, oh, well, that's an indicator that I should do yeah. it, isn't it? Why is your brain telling you that? My guess is it's because it's work. I mean, it's it's a lot of work. It's detailed work, and it's really you have to turn within and and do some self examination. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little bit of you know, I love work. I love my work. I love making podcasts. I love editing podcasts. I love working with new clients at Someone Talk Media doing podcasts, but sometimes the hustle in getting new clients is getting me down. With some of these activities, I'm like, well, I I could be hustling new work instead of sitting down making a list. But playing the long game instead of the short game, I'm thinking that I'll be better able to get those new clients and do it in a systematic way if I'm systematic in the way I approach it. And I think the first thing you need to do, and I, I know I'm skipping ahead here, but, but I think it, it makes sense because it's sort of where my mind is going to. Mel Robbins in her How to Plan Your Week video, uh, and, and I don't want to leave Bruchard, but you know she was making some very powerful arguments that one needs to do the brain dump. And we talked about this, I think, last time. Yeah and just dumps everything down on paper. And I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, if I could combine my Robbins and my Bruchard into a, an elixir here in, in identifying what I should be ranking on my 1 to 10 scale. Maybe I just need to brain dump first on paper of all the things that could possibly be rated and just what's on my mind and how am I doing on it, and then brain dump first and then go back with a scale of how I'm doing. And then what would be next? I mean, what, because everything here needs to be actionable, right? So I have a bunch of things down on a list. I have a bunch of numbers from one to 10, some where I'm going to be doing lower, some are going to be doing better. Well, based on those scores, then you need to look and see, okay, I need to work on this area what do I need to do to improve that area? What skills do I need to learn to, to achieve this goal? And, and if there are skills you need to learn, then how much time do I need to devote every week to learning that skill till I have it down? And then new habits. We need to implement new habits that are going to get us closer to get, again, achieving our goal. You know, what, what are we right. struggling with? What habits can we change to make this manageable? You know, it's, it, this is all interesting because the habit, and, and again, 
I think this goes back to neuroplasticity of we, and this is a analogy we've used time and time again, but it's so powerful that our habits, our current way of being is a river. And what we're trying to do is do things differently. And that entails making the river have a different path. And that's damming off certain areas, flooding some areas and creating new tributaries that are really difficult to manage in the beginning, but after a while will grow and become rivers of their own and then become easier. And I think that what we're both been struggling with is these tributaries are really tough to maintain and to build on them and actually do that consistency. And I, I'm very hesitant to, to do this list. And again, my hesitancy is going to just make me do it more. In fact, I'm going to pledge to do it tomorrow and report back on the show how, how it went. Um, yeah. Because I do feel very resistant to it. But now that I have that I'm actually waking up and feeling rested, that I'm getting decent night's sleep, I'm getting a whole new lease on life. And I want to bring together a lot of the different elements that we've been talking about and really live them to a greater extent and make sure that it's affecting my life uh, and my daily routine, not just my hidden, like, perfect example, exercise. I have been hitting and missing on exercise for the last two, three weeks. It's been very difficult for me to make it part of a routine, make it something that I'm doing on a regular basis. And that's why I, I, you know, thought that planning is a great topic for us to really focus on because when you're planning out your day, your week, your month, you're holding yourself accountable in writing. And it keeps you on course. And you, when you know ahead of time what you need to do, you don't have to stop and think about it. You don't have time to stop and talk yourself out of it either. You got to do it. It's, it's black and white on the, on the right. sheet of paper. And, you know, sometimes we say, oh, you know, we're doing so well. I can take a day off and go, you know, do, do bad habits again just for the day. And then you realize that day turns into, you know, it's like uh, an alcoholic who says, oh, yeah, I'm just going to have a glass of wine or a beer. And then the next thing you know it, you're on a three day bender waking up in your car on the side of the road in Arizona. Let's just take a moment to (laughs) with no your shoes are gone and you're wearing a woman's blouse. No, um, (laughs) you can't just. You just can't take, I guess for me, I start getting a, a, I start getting into the routine and I guess what a routine is, what a a morning plan, right? Or when we're talking about our morning routine, we're talking about a morning plan. And what we're talking about now is planning of taking that ethos of planning out your day, planning out your week, planning out your month, planning out your year. We're taking that ethos and we're extending it throughout our experience here. And it makes a tremendous amount of sense. And Bruchard has some really concrete ways of communicating that, right? Of, of, of keeping us on a schedule. Right. And part of it is 
like you said, planning out your day, having it in writing what it is you're going to do that day. So you, again, don't have to think about it because what happens is, is that we're constantly thinking and we're in our head and little Schmitty has got a moment to sit on the shoulder and whisper to us. But if we have the plan, we know what's next. We don't need to stop and think. And Schmitty doesn't have time to do his thing. Schmitty is quick, yeah. though. Let me, let me just say, Schmitty, Schmitty's on his game. <laughs> Schmitty, Schmitty might be small and on your shoulder, but Schmitty is very powerful. And Schmitty is very convincing. Yeah. Well, like I said, drown Schmitty out with some music. Drown Schmitty. You know, one other thing that Bruchard talked about was make time for fun. Plan fun in your schedule. And I would have never thought about this, but it's like the last show where we talked about making time for errors and mistakes and uncontrollable problems that may occur. We also need to plan out and make time for fun. Life is not to be stressed out. Life is supposed to be enjoyable. And it's all about balance. It's all about yin-yang, yin-yang, whichever side of the world you're on. This side. You know, all work makes Davey a stressed out boy. So. Well, I agree. You need to, you need to take personal time. I guess I'm just resistant. I'm just... I, my my whole body is resistant to this whole idea, and it, and again, it's because it's such a good idea. List. I'm writing down right now. I'm going to be making a list. Well, listen, David, you're going to do it, and you're going to report back in two weeks about how it go how it goes, how goes it. Right. I'm going to do that. Come so on. that's as far as we got with Bruchard and his monthly goals. Now he wanted you to to plan out 12 months in advance, but I think that so many things can change. Uh, I like to do kind of a monthly, maybe a two month ahead of, ahead of time plan. Well, I mean, when we're recording it, it's October. So plan to the end of the year, I mm -hmm. think makes sense. This is where I get with some of these self-help gurus is they come up with these seemingly like, you got to plan out for a year. And I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you do. But I'm like, if I plan out three months in advance, that's where I'm at right now. That's where my focus is. And, and to orient that makes so much sense. But to be talking about December of next year, to me, seems overkill and a waste of time, really. I mean, I. I if I don't spend the next 21 days doing this, it's not going to happen for me. It's just going to go right. by the wayside. And I'm struggling here to do tw anything new for 21 days straight. So for him to guilt trip me into, you know, and I, listen, I, I mean, I, I think the guy has a lot of wisdom, but he breaks out his little planner that I need to buy. I don't need to buy his planner. I have a spiral-bound I have notebook. his planner. It's outstanding. And we're, we're going to talk about it in the next show. It's okay, excellent. All right. Well, I don't want to jump ahead. It's excellent. Shame on you. You got a thumbs up. I'm just saying. 
He, he also sells hoodies. I don't need his hoodie. I need to get my ass doing something for 21 days. That's what I need to get, not his hoodie. Well, I think a year planning would be good if you're learning something like the oboe. You know, you want to be a master. I'm not learning you the be oboe. a master of the oboe in a year. Then I'd say plan out a year. Um, but we're not trying to master the oboe. All right. So, so now that we have our, uh, I guess, assessment of, of our major changes we need to make, now we need to break it down by week, our weekly planning. And Mel Robbins has a few suggestions that we're going to implement into our lives. And the first thing is to plan your week on Sunday or Monday morning. And this is a great, great idea because having your week already planned out can make it so much easier to prepare for unexpected things that may come up and to have things done before the last minute so you're not scrambling and stressed out because you need to get this and that you need to get that presentation done in 10 minutes and she's actually calling for like a full-on family meeting even even if you're a, a single person to have a period of time either sunday or monday that you set aside where you're going to be discussing or working on your schedule for right. that week See, that makes a lot of sense to me. That, to me, is practical. That is like, we're going to stop from the rat race for a little bit, and we're going to run through the week. We're going to go through the days of you, you have this, and you have this, and we're going to be doing this, and I have this meeting, you have that meeting, and we're going to lay it all on the table so nobody is surprised, nobody is frazzled, and we could plan ahead for incongruencies in the schedule. That makes a hell of a lot and of sense. And everybody's on the same page, so you don't have... You have less potential of, of getting mixed up or somebody saying, oh, I didn't know we were supposed to be doing this or I didn't know I was supposed to be at this place at this time. Everybody's on the same page. It's good stuff. The second thing that she wants us to do is what you had mentioned earlier, and that's do a brain dump where you just dump everything that's on in your head on a piece of paper so that you can, one, get it out of your, from running around your brain, and two, you can see it and organize it and assign tasks uh, according to the priorities, obviously, throughout the week. I think this brain dump, you know, the more I think about the brain dump, and I actually haven't done it yet, uh, but the more I, I want to, because I have so many different thoughts that go around my head and I'm doing this and I'm, I'm bouncing around to different priorities depending on what's bouncing around in my head. Uh, today was a perfect example where I was working, uh, doing some new, uh, uh, new activities for a client. And, you know, you, you're not as good at stuff when you're new to it, right? You're still, you're experimenting and, and, and whatnot. And I found myself just ping-ponging to different activities back and forth, back and forth, and I, I, I was just marveling in how inefficient right. I was. And what I needed to do in the moment was just write everything that I need to do down 
prioritize, do a brouchard on that on a one to 10, and then just start knocking them off my mm-hmm. list. And just the fact that it was just all in my head meant it was complete chaos. So this brain dump has a tremendous amount of worth. And what it is, it's just writing down all the different stuff that is on your mind. Get it down on paper because you can't organize it all in your head. You have to get it down on paper and then you can start to deal with it, manage it and make make some sense out of it. Yeah, if we've learned anything through this process, this journey, it's that we can't go about this haphazardly, pell-mell, if you will. We have to organize and plan everything. I mean, we, especially at this point, we have to be meticulous and precise in our intentions and our actions. And we have to be right. We have to be right. And and that's how, that is the way we get to that precision that you're talking about by writing it down. I think, I think this is fair to say that if somebody takes away only one thing from this episode, it's that you need to write this stuff down before you manage your week or your day or your hour or your year, or whatever it is, it starts with a pen and paper, or pencil, if you'd rather a pencil. And it's, it's not a waste well, of time, I like mean, you said, David. You know, you said earlier that you feel like that doing all that is a waste of time that you could be used, uh, it's, it's wasting time that you could be using working on a podcast or whatever. But honestly, the reality is that if you sit down and plan things out, you're saving yourselves hours and hours of time a week. Yeah. And you're probably saving yourself grief in doing it, removing grief absolutely. from your life. So I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm with you. I can't wait to, to do the big brain dump tomorrow, get everything down on my list that I need to happen and then start yeah. grading it. One more thing that Mel gets into Uh Uh-oh, I don't even want to read this next point that she gets into. (laughs) Oh, no. Get some form of exercise every day. Yep, (sighs) yep, yep. Come on. Come on now, Schmitty. (laughs) Schmitty. Oh, Schmitty. What? Schmitty has a great idea. (laughs) Schmitty says, go eat an Oreo. Schmitty's a schmuck. Schmitty is a schmuck. Mel says in her video, and again, this is Mel Robbins, How to Plan Your Week. Get some form of exercise every day. This isn't a planning technique, but she gets into how studies have shown that when you start your day with as little as 20 minutes of exercise, some form of exercise, your brain chemistry changes. You think more clearly and you make better decisions. And this was, I believe, a Harvard study that she was referencing. And I can attest to this, you know, when I work out in the morning, my decision-making, my mood, my thought process, it's so much clearer. I, I am not bogged down with a lot of unnecessary thoughts. Schmitty, he's got the duct tape on his mouth, and he's in a straight jacket, and I'm just moving through the day. Moving and grooving. Oh. 
next week, we will continue with part two of this discussion on planning. We'll get into daily planning and planning multiple projects at one time. So please come back for that. And of course, leave comments about your experience and what planning techniques you found to be helpful and what techniques you've heard today that you want to implement into your routine. And we're going to talk about Bouchard's daily planner that I bought because it's awesome. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast. Please, please share it. Please share. 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 Share and share alike. And remember to join us on our Facebook page. And remember, Dave Wine is going to be posting his tunes. So if you are interested in hearing what those music selections are that help him begin each morning rocking and rolling, definitely check out the Facebook page. And if you want to know more from me, you can go online to someonetalkmedia.com. And if you're looking to start a podcast in the Los Angeles area, you can go to winedesigns.com and get all of my information. Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love. This has been a production of someone talked media.com.